This is the Doubles Only Tennis Podcast, where you learn the best tips and strategies in the world to help you become a smarter, more effective tennis player. You'll hear interviews with pro tour doubles players and coaches, including easy-to-use lessons to improve your game and win more matches. My name is Will Bocek, founder of the Tennis Tribe, doubles strategy coach, and host of the show. Today, I'm going to talk about six different return tactics for doubles, and we're going to look at three from the deuce court, three from the ad court, Uh, and regardless of which side you return from, uh, I would listen to all six anyways, because uh, if you face a lefty uh, server or a lefty net player uh, on the other side of the net, um, then the deuce court tactics might work in the ad court. The ad court tactics might work in the deuce court um, because a lefty can kind of flip a lot of what I'm about to talk about. But before I get into the uh, tactics, a couple of quick announcements. Um, I'm recording this on Friday, December 30th. And if you're listening to this, it's probably the new year. Um, my voice is a little bit gone because I've had a bit of a head cold. So I apologize for that. And uh, I've actually heard a lot of, um, not a lot, but a couple people say that I, I kind of speak slowly on the podcast, so I'm trying to speak a little bit faster, but definitely, uh, if you listen to this, um, whatever podcast player you use, I'd, I'd recommend listening at like 1.5 or I listen to a lot of my podcast at like 1.25 or 1.3 times speed. Uh, and it sounds weird at first, but you get used to it after a couple of minutes, so um, if you haven't tried that before, I would definitely uh, give it a shot. It's a great way to save time on podcast, audiobooks, things like that. Um, but anyways, uh, happy new year to everyone. Um, thank you to everyone who purchased uh, an ebook or a course or a t-shirt uh, during the December holiday sale. Um, that really helps a lot to support the podcast. We uh, do not have ads on the podcast, as I've talked about before. So um, thank you all. For purchasing, and those are all still available, just not um, at a discounted price uh, anymore. So um, I'm sure we'll run another sale maybe uh, at some point later this year. But, anyways, um, thank you all for that. And then uh, for Q1, uh, we're going to continue to do a podcast and a video every week. Um, Sign up for the newsletter to uh, get notified of all of those. Uh, and then I'm also planning on having more courses in ebooks. So I'm currently writing a return ebook, which kind of inspired this podcast episode. Uh, and then we're going to work on a net play ebook. Uh, and I'm going to um, have a couple more courses available as well and kind of revamp some of the existing ones. So a lot more good doubles content uh, coming your way. So let's um, dive into the Deuce Court Tactics. So the first deuce court tactic is rush the forehand. So um, this is a tactic that uh, I prefer. The the few times I do return in the deuce court, um, this is probably my favorite one. Um, So rushing the forehand is something that is really effective uh, for most players. Um, So in general, people are going to, and this is true of singles and doubles, in general, people are going to have a better defensive backhand than forehand. So if you can step forward and hit a really um, solid kind of hard, deep return to the opponent's forehand on that do side, uh, the server is going to have trouble. And one of the other reasons this works is because they're 
getting out of their service motion. So it's one thing to be hitting, you know, forehand after forehand during a rally, but to recover after your serve and then pop back up and then to have a quick forehand uh, gives a lot of people trouble. Um, And if you can rush the server's forehand from the deuce court, uh, it's a really, really effective tactic. Um, The best way to execute this is uh, to take the return as early as possible, um, which is not easy for everyone. So, you know, not all these tactics may uh, apply to your game. Maybe you want to start practicing them in um, practice matches that don't matter as much to to kind of give yourself some freedom. But uh, taking the return early is a great way to do this. Um, obviously, the harder you hit the return, the more you're going to rush the opponent's forehand. Uh, you want to aim kind of for that singles line. Uh, and if they serve and stay back, um, which is the scenario where this tactic works, um, you want to go for depth. So a a return that you take early, you hit with good pace and good depth uh, to the opponent's forehand. It's going to be really, really effective. And the best serve location um, for you to hit this return on is typically a wide serve that's not too wide. So it needs to be um, usually a forehand return. And the reason for that is you're going to be able to generate more pace with your forehand return than your inside out backhand return from the deuce court. Um, now this is assuming that you're right-handed. So, uh, that's the, uh, the best way to do that. And after the return, you can follow it into the net or, um, your partner can pinch towards the middle or even poach off of the return and try to force, uh, the opponent to redirect, that serve plus one forehand down the line. And because they're rushed, uh, the most common result is just an error, or uh, maybe they have to lob it or hit kind of a a more defensive forehand. So um, that's a great tactic in the deuce court. Um, Typically, you do want to be returning cross court to make a higher percentage, uh, and that tactic helps with that. The second return tactic for you from the deuce court Uh, that I've talked about previously on the podcast. I even have a video that we'll link to in the show notes on this one. Um, Will Hamilton calls it the parachute return. So if you haven't listened to that episode, it's a great episode where we go over three different tactics for three, five, and four O doubles players. Um, We'll link to that in the show notes as well. And the parachute return is one of those. And this is really effective from the deuce court. Uh, it works. Uh, well, first of all, what is it? Um, so all it is, is a lob down the line. And it works really well for a number of reasons. Uh, one, it's typically a pretty high percentage return. Um, you're not going for too much. You can use a continental grip and kind of chip the lob down the line. Uh, the second reason it works well is because the opposing net player has a backhand volley in the middle of, uh, or I'm sorry, uh, down the line. So you're lobbing down the line over their backhand side, which means um, they're going to have to hit a backhand overhead if they hit one at all, which is very difficult. Um, And of course, this is assuming that they're right-handed. For a lefty, you can do this in the ad court. Um, So most players don't have a good high backhand overhead. Uh, And then the third reason that this is effective is that you're giving the server, assuming the ball gets over the net player's uh, head, you're giving the server a running backhand, which is typically a weaker ground stroke. And 
Uh, I think the best thing to do after you execute this lob is going to be uh, to follow it into the net. And you're really applying a lot of pressure to um, the opponent, especially if the server has that backhand ground stroke to hit a good passing shot or an effective lob uh, from there. So you, you get in a really good position there. Now, if you leave your lob short, uh, it's probably best not to approach the net because what's going to happen is the opponent is going to have that kind of awkward high backhand overhead. And if they are decent at it, what they'll typically do is hit that ball through the middle of the court. So as soon as you hit it, if you know you've left it short, just shift all the way to your left towards the center to cover that uh, kind of backhand overhead shot. Um, to execute this, it's best to do this uh, typically on a forehand return. Um, I find most players have a better forehand return lob than backhand return lob. Uh, you can do it from either side though, really, but um, it's particularly effective with a forehand return. So if the opponent hits a good wide serve, um, and it's really good against uh, people who have particularly good wide serves. So you, you've played players, I'm sure, who love their wide serve in the deuce court. Um, this is a great way to neutralize that because it's so hard to get that return back cross court uh, past the net player. So um, especially if the net player is aggressive, you can just chip this ball um, kind of down the line into the opponent's ad court. Um and the, the other thing you want to keep in mind here is your position. So with the lob, the closer you can take this from the to the service line, uh, the better it's going to be because that gives the net player less time to react and back up and hit an overhead. Um, it's going to make it a little bit more difficult lob because you're taking your own type of time away by stepping forward. Um but it's going to be more effective. So the further forward um, and the earlier you can take this lob, the better. Uh, and then as far as results go, um, what to expect after you hit the shot, I kind of already went over that. Um, either the net player is going to have a high backhand, which is going to go through the middle of the court, or uh, the server is going to have a running backhand, which is going to be um, a very difficult passing shot for them, assuming you approach the net. Uh, if you don't approach the net and stay back, you end up in a down-the-line rally with your forehand, uh, hopefully to their backhand, um, if you can uh, can get it kind of out wide to their backhand there. So uh, the second one is the parachute return. Next is the down-the-singles-line return. So a lot of players try to hit down the line from the deuce court. A lot of players miss a lot trying to hit down the line from the deuce court. Uh, and this is a scenario where you can be a little bit more conservative with your down-the-line return. Um, down-the-line returns are definitely something that should not be a primary tactic. It's not something you can rely on to beat uh, good teams and to continue to improve. Uh, but it is a good secondary tactic to keep the net player honest, to um, take a risk on maybe a free point. Maybe you're down uh, 1540 in a game, or maybe you have an easy second serve look, uh, and that you can step in on and, and hit down the line. Um, but in the deuce court, you, like I said, don't need to take as much risk. So this works really well because the opposing net player, again, they have that backhand volley, uh, in the doubles alley. So because you're hitting down the line and they have a backhand volley, you don't need to go for the all out winner. 
Um, this is different for the ad court, which I'll talk about here in a second. Um, but in the deuce court, uh, really playing it a little bit more conservatively down the line is the way to go. So um, what I like to do when I do return from the deuce court is I'll typically, it'll usually for me be a forehand return that I'll take down the line. Uh, a lot of players like to hit their backhand across their body. So if it's a T-serve, you can take your backhand down the line. But you want to aim for the singles line to give yourself a little bit more margin. And again, the reason for that is we're not going for the all-out winner here. We're okay with the opponent hitting a backhand volley against a solid return, whether it's a forehand or backhand return. So what I'll typically do is step forward. I'll usually do this against a second serve or if they have a, a weak first serve. Um, and I'll hit my forehand down the line at the singles line with good margin uh, over the net, a good spin. And you know if I can dip it low at their backhand volley, that's great. If not, that's okay. Uh, and as soon as I hit it, if I feel like that net player has a play at this backhand volley, expect that volley to go... Um, through the middle of the court, similar to the backhand overhead on the parachute return. So you hit that ball and you shift towards the middle um, to cover uh, the middle of the court. In an ideal scenario um, for both of these, because the parachute return and this um, down the line at the singles line uh, return, because both of them are down the line, in an ideal scenario, your partner should also know uh, that you're going there so that they can kind of pinch towards the middle as well. But um, the most common result in this scenario uh, is going to be a missed return because most players don't like their backhand volley as much as their forehand volley. Or uh, a lot of times they'll just pop the ball up and you'll have a short ball that uh, you can step forward and, and hit an approach shot or your partner can uh, step across and, and put the ball away. Um, those are the most common scenarios. So those are three great uh, tactics that you can use returning from the deuce court. Uh, if you have any questions on those, reach out, let me know. But next, let's uh, talk about the ad court. So the first tactic in the ad court is what I call bait the middle. So if you've uh, purchased the 25 winning doubles tactics, which has all of my favorite tactics, um, you've seen this before. Uh, this is um, something that I actually tweeted about recently as well, um, but it is in my ebook and it's one of my favorite return tactics from the ad court. So how this works is you're aiming your return just to the left of the middle net strap, kind of in between the server uh, and the opposing net player. And this is, of course, assuming they're in a conventional formation. Um, all of these are tactics. I guess I should have mentioned this at the beginning. Um, the deuce court and the ad court tactics in this episode are against a, a traditional um, serve formation. So uh, with bait the middle, you're aiming just to the left of the center net strap, and you're trying to get that net player to kind of stab at a backhand volley. Um, you want the ball to go by them uh, pretty closely to where they're not sure if they should hit it or uh, if they should let it go for their partner. And uh, what happens a lot of the time is they do stab at a backhand volley and just miss, or they uh, float the ball up, or they let it go by them, and it creates a lot of confusion for the other side of the net. Um, to execute this, uh, you can do this on a backhand or a forehand return. Uh, I like to do it on weaker second serves and really step in and take it early. Uh, and 
because I'm stepping in and taking it early, I don't have to swing too hard, but I've taken away enough time just by uh, my return position to where the net player doesn't have a lot of time to react to this volley. Um, but in general, it's a great target anyways. Anytime you can hit a solid return over that middle net strap area, um, that is a a win for you as the returner. Um, and uh, you can use this on the forehand return. So a lot of players may struggle a little bit more hitting that inside out forehand return um, or the backhand return uh, kind of across your body um, a little bit left of that center net strap. Um, really any sort of return that you're comfortable with, uh, the bait the middle strategy works really well. So um, that is probably my favorite return tactic from the ad court just because it's so high percentage. You're not going down the line. You're not trying to hit with uh, crazy depth. You're not trying to uh, hit out an out wide angle uh, near the doubles alley in the ad court. Um, it's just a pretty high percentage uh, middle of the court ball. And even if you miss a little left or a little high or whatever it may be, um, the opponent has a backhand volley in the middle, which typically means you're going to be able to stay in the point uh, if they do hit that backhand volley. So um, that is the first return tactic from the ad court. Number two is the return and volley. Now, I didn't mention this in the deuce court because um, it's a little bit more difficult to find the opponent's backhands in the deuce court, but in the ad court, it's a little bit easier, and that makes this even more effective. So uh, the return and volley, I like to do anytime I feel comfortable taking the return early, uh, and that's typically going to be against a second serve, um, or if you're hitting a first serve and you you hit the ball high with a lot of depth and the opponent serves and stays back, that's another time that you can do that because you have plenty of time to move forward and get to the net. Um, with the return and volley, uh, it works really well from the ad court because like I said, it's easier to find the opponent's backhands. So if you're able to either take the return early or hit the return wide enough and give the server a serve plus one backhand ground stroke. Uh, backhand ground strokes in general are not going to be as effective for passing shots. So you're going to be in a really good position to approach the net, add pressure to their backhand, and either get an easy volley or force an error from that. Uh, if you're not comfortable with the return and volley, Another option is the return plus one in volley. So you can hit your return, uh, prepare for the next shot, and try ideally shift to your left a little bit and try to run around your backhand. Uh, if you're anything like me, then you you prefer your inside-out backhand from the ad court as opposed to, um, I'm sorry, your inside-out forehand from the ad court as opposed to your cross-court backhand. So for your return plus one, first shot after the return, run around your backhand, hit your inside-out forehand, with good depth to the uh, server's backhand and then approach the net to volley. So that's the return plus one in volley. So um, regardless of what you do, return and volley, return plus one in volley, those are two great tactics from the ad court if you can find that server's backhand ground stroke. The last tactic from the ad court is the quick lob. So this is kind of like the parachute, but... Uh, it's got to be a little bit more subtle from the ad court. And the reason for that is that net player now has a forehand volley uh, down the line. So 
it's going to be, if you leave this short, the point's probably going to be over pretty fast. They're going to have an easy overhead. So to get it over their head quickly, you have to really step forward and take the return early to take away their time. If you're hitting this uh, down the line lob from behind the baseline, for example, they're going to have plenty of time because that ball has to travel so much further to get over their head. Uh, they're going to read it. They're going to have plenty of time to back up. They're going to have plenty of time to hit that overhead. So uh, I like to take this from well inside the baseline. Uh, I'll have a continental grip for my return position. I'll step forward and just quickly chip it over the net player's head uh, and rush the net after that. Typically what's going to happen is the uh, server is going to have a running forehand, which uh, most players are more comfortable with than a running backhand. So um, from there, you can expect uh, either a down-the-line shot, something through the middle. Maybe they like their cross-court angle. Maybe they like to lob with their forehand. Who knows? But you'll have to adjust to that accordingly. But this is a good um, a good tactic to use against really aggressive net players or any net player who stands super close to the net uh, when you're returning in the ad court. Um, and again, your, your return position is key to this. Uh, you can do it off of a T-serve or off of a wide serve, uh, depending on what you're comfortable with. But again, the, the point of this return um, is to neutralize a aggressive or a, a very tight to the net net player. Um, I didn't talk about the down the line return from the ad court. Uh, it's something that you can do, but uh, it's definitely something that you kind of need to go for the all-out winner on because the opponent has that forehand volley um, in the doubles alley. So it's not something I do very often at all uh, as an ad court returner. Really, a solid cross-court return from the ad court is um, typically the way to go. But those are the six tactics uh, that I wanted to cover today. Uh, I'm going to have a lot more in the ebook that I'm working on. It should be released um, here in the next week or two. So I'll let you know when that is live. Uh, and next week I have another interview with a, a former WTA doubles star. So I'm really excited for that. Um, so again, you'll find links to everything I talked about here today in the show notes. If you have any questions, you can always reach me at will at the tennis tribe.com. And I apologize for um, my bit of a head cold that I've had today, but um, hopefully I'll be over it by the time you're listening to this. So thanks everyone for listening. Happy New Year. And I will talk to you next week. If you're a doubles player, you'll love our weekly strategy newsletter. Every Thursday, I send you my best doubles tips, tactics, and strategies that you can use in your very next match. And when you sign up, I'll also send you a free 20-page ebook that has my favorite doubles tactics for forcing errors and getting more easy volleys at the net. Go to thetennistribe.com newsletter to sign up now.